What happens when you bring together two unconventional and experienced entrepreneurs that own competing agencies? They decide to challenge convention with creative collaboration. Join Veronica and Jillian to discover how two business owners that target the same audience created a podcast together. In each episode, they explore new ideas on how to collaborate, offer practical and actionable advice on expanding business, and have a transparent conversation about entrepreneurship. This is Creative Collaboration, Conversations with Veronica and Jillian. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 16 of Creative Collaborations, Conversations with Veronica and Jillian. And as always, I'm Veronica, and I'm here with Jillian. Hello. And today's topic is falling in and out of love with your business, or I guess with my business, or you with your business, right? So with our businesses. With our businesses. Falling in and out of love. Yeah. I think everyone goes through that, and I do need to give credit where it's due, because when we were discussing topics and what to discuss, um, this topic came to my mind because of uh, of uh, Julia Perkins from Wise Minds, that she really talks quite a lot about this. And um, uh, she makes perfect sense because I'm pretty sure like, Gillian, you are now in that moment where you're falling in and love with your business, you're redefining it. And I'm kind of doing mm-hmm. something similar. I know I did. Mm-hmm. Actually, I am, I can't say I fell off I did have that moment, uh, but I'm. I feel I need to. Um, I need to change different things as well because uh, makes perfect sense. We are changing as human beings, so mm. of course that will have uh, an impact on your business, especially when it's your business. It's not that you are working mm. for someone else, but it's mm-hmm. it's part of your day to day. And I always say entrepreneurship is a lifestyle, so it's mm. not like you're switching it off the moment you you close your laptop <laughs> on the contrary it actually comes even more uh, during the night yeah when you're preparing the agenda for the next day so it's um it makes perfect sense like uh mm-hmm. you know it's so funny listening to you talk oh man I just thought of this um <laughs> yeah it's not not a new way to think about it but it just made me laugh for a minute because um yeah like our you know we have a relationship with our business, right? Um, And so it's, I think, perhaps constructive to think of it in those terms. Um, And so thinking about that made me laugh because, um, yeah, I just had the breakup conversation with a client that I had (laughs) for 10 years, right? I love breakup conversation with a client. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But thinking about it in the way I would describe it, I just quickly had a flash, like how would I describe that relationship if it were a romantic relationship? Mm -hmm. And I would describe it as like a very vanilla, very like just (laughs) flat, like very not, maybe the word would be boring, but it was like, not like it was okay. What would be the word to describe it? It was like Comfortable? comfortable status quo. Like, okay, it wasn't a lot of peaks and it wasn't a lot of valleys. It was just, you You know, know, exactly what um, to expect when. Yep. Yep. And so that was 
was okay for a while, but definitely, you know, for the last stretch of time, I knew that it wasn't a bad relationship. It wasn't one that I needed to eject myself out of. It wasn't one of those situations. It was more, I want to fly. I want Mm. to do more. I want to have more uh, life, more energy, more collaboration. Um, so there, that's why it came up because thinking about the things that I love about my business. So it's not that I, I was like falling out of love. It was more like the monotony and it just wasn't fulfilling enough. Um, so that part of it, I had to move on from in order to make space for the things that I do love about my business and my work. Um, so I was just thinking about the parallels of like, how we show up in our personal relationships or our romantic relationships. And then how, how about the relationship we have with our businesses and looking at the, the overlaps and differences thereof. I actually love this uh, comparison because uh, thinking about the jobs that I left uh, and businesses that I had also in my business and what I do with my clients, I always I'm looking for that creativity. This is why I have such a broad, um, I'm covering such a broad range of industries because that stimulates me. That makes me be curious. That makes me research. That Mm. makes me be creative. And that creativity that to apply to an industry can take over to another industry and you you can do amazing things. Because Mm. what kills me, literally kills me, is that monotony. That is nice to have a predictability, but you do need the peaks. You do need... For me, the practicability uh, is that feel that, okay, so that those are the basics. And now we can start building and exploring mm. and experimenting mm. and just discovering what we like and what we don't like to keep the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the metaphor going. Mm-hmm. Um, because otherwise, it would be so boring. And when you're boring, that's actually my problem. When you're bored, you're not delivering when you're bored mm-hmm. you're just doing it everything automatically and mm. like for example driving I love driving so actually I will be much more prone to to have an accident when I go very slow than when I go very fast because then you're it's easy what can go wrong yeah. right but yeah when you yeah go quite fast then you pay attention because a lot of things you, you take more things into account like yeah. I can't bre- break in the last moment because if I'm going with 150 there are different factors into account and if a guy if a car is coming in front of me or changing lanes I need to be much more aware right so Mm -hmm. your attention is different so it's the same when you have new clients and diverse clients and when you're loving your 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 what you're doing and the creativity and this is what this is actually what I need in in my business Mm. so for me what I noticed the moment when um, for example for my previous the, the job I had only one job since I moved to the Netherlands you could wake me up at two o'clock in the night and I was able to do the job and actually not make mistakes. Like I knew everything mm. by heart. That mm. was the moment too. Okay, that's not working anymore. There's yeah. no stimulation, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So it kind yeah. of applies to the business. Like for example, ONS, the online networking with the spin that we discussed a couple of episodes ago. Uh, though I think it was all online networking with the spin 2.0, with the spin 2.0 yeah. was the same like, I can do it anytime, any moment. I'm not, I remember the butterfly said, oh, what am I going to present now? How will yeah. I do it at the beginning? 
when I don't have yeah. that, it's okay, something needs to change. How do I fit this in the business? Do I need to drop it or what do I need to do with it? Because it's not, mm. it's not exciting anymore. And if I'm not excited, mm. I'm not producing the best results. Mm-hmm. So what about um, thinking of falling in and out of love with our business in two other ways? Mm-hmm. One is like the idea of working in our business. It's mm-hmm. like the things that we love to do or don't love to do in our business, but then also working on our business, right? Because sometimes I think if if it's the things like they're working in our business, it's easier to delegate those things um, or to outsource those things that we don't love to do. Correct. Um, but And that's I the think, first thing you uh, need to, to start doing, by the way, for all the listeners, the moment you, even before you can afford it, because then you'll be able yeah. to afford it actually. Yeah, absolutely. And knowing what those things are and owning them and being proactive about finding other ways to get them addressed. Um, Because sometimes, um, you know, it can take us hours to do something because it's grueling to us and we procrastinate and we drag it through the mud where somebody else that maybe is their specialty or something that's a drop in the hat for them. Um, So they can do it in 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think it's also interesting. So I'm curious if, if you have any examples of these, um, not to put you on the spot, but I just did. Um, but I'm curious <laughs> if you have any examples about like the working in the business part or working on the business and, and how you feel overall kind of holistically about your business um, and things and maybe how you've fallen in or out of love with it or the, the things that need to happen to run the business or any way you want to respond i'm curious just interested it's a, it's a very good question very complex and i think we need to break it down <laughs> smaller points but yeah um, i'm pretty sure that's the case for every entrepreneur the moment your business grows you are so focused on on working in your business that you forget to work mm. on your business yeah even when you start delegating um is that peak right? You, you get more clients on board. Those clients need to, you need to start producing, getting the right team, monitoring, maintaining the relationship, being creative, implementing, monitoring, and on and on and on and on, right? It, 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 yeah, it's a yeah. circle. And then you forget to actually work on your business. And in my case, mm. um, I I do work with the, with the coaches. So they they helped mm. me to that. And mm. before having that, I had um, an uh, um, I'm sorry, accountability group. And before that, also a mastermind. Mm. And that mm. helps mm. me to get myself out of in and to see the on. But what I'm realizing alone, it's for me personally, it's very hard to do that. Um, and I will stop like now I'm in a process just like you of changing different things. We are mm. reaching the end of the year and everyone as everyone else, we're okay. What do I want to keep? What do I want to drop? How do I want to restructure things? There are a couple of things that we keep on talking and we want to launch and we never make the time. And now is the moment to actually make the time to launch them and to implement them. But for me personally, what is help, what does help is having some um, outside view. Because mm. I'm so caught in the day-to-day activity. Um, and for me, they are normal things. I'm very curious how it is for you. That sometimes I don't realize external people don't 
is not common for them or they don't know them. And this is why it's so important to work with external parties when you have to work on your business to not necessarily them to do it, but to just drag you a little bit out to provide you a different perspective or to Mm. just, uh, you know, to to provide that cold shower (laughs) to that will will just nap you out of your comfort zone and the normal dream that you have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How about you? Uh, so I love that you brought up outside uh, resources, external resources as a, a way, as a tool to help us, uh, you know, make sure we're also working on our business. So that's great. Um, and I, too, um, have, you know, participated in masterminds, which are really great. Um, and still to this day, I have an ongoing relationship through a mastermind that we have a monthly check in. And it's uh, it's really great to talk about kind of high level business objectives, et cetera. Uh, so I'm a huge fan of that um, as well as through mentors and coaches. So all of the things that you said, um, it's really important. I think the the part that mm, I guess became trickier for me or that I maybe lost sight of uh, is this bit about what I love with my business. Mm-hmm. Um, because in, in looking at it and being extremely candid about it, my 1.0 version of my company, as I now describe it or refer to it as, um, it served its purpose, right? Yeah. Um, so I was able to, you know, em- employ a lot of people for a period of time. Um, so it was like somewhere like 55 contractors over those years, um, Anyway, so that was good. Also had a, a steady income for many, many years and was able, you know, was able to serve a lot of clients for a long time. Um, so there's a lot of positive things. Um, it also was, you know, built it into a, a place where I could step away from it for periods of time while I was going through, you know, multiple surgeries and IVF and then pregnancy and childbirth and then postpartum and all the goodness that goes with that. So, you know, I was able to have a business intact through all of that. So amazing. And so I, I do, it's important for me, I'm saying this aloud, maybe it's relevant to somebody else, but it's also important for me to like, to own that and to, and to recognize it for what it was. Um, And so it served that purpose. However, um, it also over time, it got further and further away from the things that I love doing. Um, and so that's where I'm at now is being much more purposeful and deliberate about identifying those things that I do love and more like proactively putting them back into my routine and how I show up in business and what the 2.0 version is becoming. Um, so I yeah, like that's, that. that's for it's- me where I'm at. It's, it's very hard, but uh, it's very good. And uh, we actually discussed about that. My my marketing methodology for the strategy, the first step is exactly about mm. that. Who mm. are you as an entrepreneur? How do you, you and also your company, how do you want to perceive? What do you want to do? What don't you want to do? And translate that. Because mm. if you are forcing it, it will not work. It will be seen. Yeah. And you're not going to deliver what's something that you are proud of. And that's yeah. the moment, once that you have that, that's the moment to see what do I need to delegate and what do I need to keep in house um, uh, and what do I need to keep with me? 
So there mm-hmm. are several levels, actually. What do I need to delegate? Outsource, not delegate. I think that's the right word. What do I need to outsource? What do I need to keep inside and delegate? And what needs to be kept with me? And yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm actually now going through a similar moment, but it happened very organic. I just realized it. So I'm very proud of it, actually, because yeah. I'm a, I'm a, different things that need to be done. I'm realizing I actually don't want to do it. Um, mm. And until now, I would force myself to do them because they mm. have to be done. But now I yeah. mean that actually, I, I really don't want to do this. Do I actually need to do this? Can anyone else do that? What yeah. is my involvement and where do I bring the, the highest value? And I'm realizing I had yesterday a quick chat with the, with the Stephanie. She's working with me and uh, I shared that with her and she was good. You should actually focus on what I want to focus on, on the, the partnerships that I'm creating on the discussions on meeting prospects, clients, and the creative part and to leave that part to, to her or to someone else, because I'm realizing it will actually take me longer. Like what you said. Yeah. Yeah, And not because I'm not qualified, it's because I just don't want to do it. So instead of doing it in three hours, probably I will take one day and still not finish it because I just don't want to do it. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Does that serve me and my company? No. Mm. I think it's, and mm. I'm, I'm um, why I'm proud and of myself, and it's, this is actually very important that I'm saying I'm proud. <laughs> it's a learning curve. Yeah, yeah curve for me is is the fact that I'm realizing it and I'm I'm taking ownership of that and I'm letting mm. it go. And I think that's that's also part of the process of um refalling in love with my business because that will give me the time um either to read something that is not business related but that will help me bring, be creative and bring something into my business or focus on building those relationships that I love doing and they actually bring value to my company and just to explore new new opportunities mm-hmm. you know sometimes doing less means doing more for your business yes yes I love that um yeah it's a great great example uh so congratulations to you for for kind of um yeah, I would say arriving at a new frontier of doing that organically without, you know, tons of thought and focused effort that it's, it seems like it's been something that you strive to do. It sounds like you have stepped into that now, kind of organically looking to delegate things as opposed to forcing it. So that's, that's a celebratory moment for you. That's a really important one, actually, as a business Thank owner. You. Yeah. yeah. And I do hope that for everyone, and it's not <clears> easy, don't get me wrong, it's a lot of bad things are happening or moments or doubts. So, mm. but it is, it does help. And that, that, that also shows I'm, I'm getting more confident in what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's actually, we, we discussed about women in, in, in business previous episode. And I think that's, I don't think it applies only to women, by the way, this, this applies to trust in you as an entrepreneur especially if you are doing it for a long time so i have spin since 2017 like january i'm doing it for a long time i have clients for years they are happy they are staying with us so that shows we do know what we are doing so Mm. maybe when you have that so you do have a track record is the time you need to stop and say hey i have this so that means i'm doing something good so i just need Mm -hmm. to trust and go for it yeah. And it, it's the same with you. Like we, we kept on discussing this over dinner and, and, and yeah, yeah. you know what you're doing. You just need to 
take ownership. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's been really good for me to go through the process of identifying what are the things I really enjoy? What are the things that I love doing? And what I realize is the things that I love most are the things I also did early on in my 1.0, right? Because at the time, so those things are like, um, I love strategizing with clients about how they can either um, achieve some desired outcome, um, some growth outcome, or to troubleshoot or fix something. Um, So I love strategizing. And then strategizing for me, I couch that in with pitching um, because the way I prospect um, is, I guess people would call it pitching. Uh, So I would do kind of more of a consultative consultative selling approach. Um, but I really enjoy that, uh, because it's so much based on, yeah, problem solving and, and yeah. collaborating and, um, yeah. And, and not really and being very removed from the outcome and whether or not they hire me or not. Um, but yeah. I really enjoy that. I love that so much. And I did that a lot in the beginning and I, a lot of those, encounters turned into long-term clients right so then it was uh, so it's been a a bit of time since I was engaged in that type of like energy Um, so I love doing that I love collaborating Uh, I love collaborating with my team and I love collaborating with with clients Um, yeah it's uh, those are the things that I love to do but I haven't been doing as much of those because I was more so you know maintaining or nurturing and not really having my sleeves up getting my hands dirty and and engaging in those like new growth opportunities for my own company. It's um, this why we have this together because I, that's also my style. I'm going and I'm Mm. starting sharing ideas to the level that actually my, my team is like, you need to shut up. Don't share so much. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They will steal the idea and go for it. But the specific mm. point, I don't really care so much. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. that means yeah. you're not my client. And I do know, right. actually it happened when we sent, uh, my proposals are more like beginning of, of a strategy plan marketing than a mm-hmm. strategy plan than, than actually a proposal. Um, but on the other hand, what I saw that people that will take them and try to do them by themselves, they will not be able to do because they don't really understand the thought behind it. So even yeah, if you context. take the idea, yeah, yep. it will not yep. work. You're not going to get the results. So yep. it's like, okay, if you're like that, that shows me something about your character and the way you're mm-hmm. working and how you approach business. And mm-hmm. I, at the specific point, I'm like, actually, thank you for doing that because otherwise we would have had problems working together and uh, better solve them at the beginning than when you are in the middle of the project when it's really hard to get out of that particular mm-hmm. situation or project. Mm-hmm. So I think it depends. It's it's uh, coming back to, to values in one way. Like what's your mission? Yeah. What are your values? And one of my values is abundance. So in that case, mm-hmm. sharing ideas and perspectives like you do, it's part of that. Like. Mm-hmm. No one can actually take my creativity, right? <laughs> so I know I'm always going to come up with ideas. That's that's my superpower, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Which is, uh, yeah. And that's the reason that we're here is because the abundance mentality happen, you know, happens to be a value that we share, right? So mm-hmm. we're uh, exactly. kind of, it's how we both show up in, in life and business. Um, so it's pretty cool. So we both love that about our businesses. So um, 
yeah, it's a way to in and out of love. Yeah, to bring it back to our business, to fall in back yeah. in love with our business. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually curious. Do you a lot of of uh, entrepreneurs, and you see this everywhere. I haven't done it, but maybe it could be interesting. You see different retreats for entrepreneurs or business mm-hmm. people to go and discuss and have a coach and have a program around it. Uh, and they're also for smaller entrepreneurs to you get your materials and you go alone and you seclude yourself in a beautiful place for a mm-hmm. couple of like a long weekend and, and work on that. Have you ever done it? Does that work for you? I have not. I have never. Have I? I used to go, yeah, that was not the same thing. I would say no. I, I've i had uh, close encounters, uh, but I haven't actually done that. And so you have not either? I have not. I'm, um, hmm. I do wonder if um, how many people follow through afterwards, because that's great to hmm. go and start creating, but do you really follow through? Mm. And my gut feeling tells me you, the big majority is not. Mm-hmm. What helps me, though, is to meet people I trust and to share and get a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, that really helps me. And to just see different methods apply to what I do and to, mm-hmm. you know, like switch it yeah. like, like a cube. You, you keep on turning it and look at it from different different parts and you you see different yeah. aspects, different nonsenses, um, small details that spark an idea or make you really, oh, but I love that and I forgot about it. Shall I just go back and, and implement it or do or, you know, as kids uh, or I have a dog, you know, everyone knows <laughs> um, when uh, you you give the, the toys and he gets bored with them and then you put them away and then you take them out after a couple of weeks and they are loving it again. And I think with What's kids is the same. What's again? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of, I think that applies to, to your business because you're so used to the couple of things that you kind of forget about them mm-hmm. or take them for granted. And if you just leave yeah. them and you look at them again after a short yeah. period, yeah, I you think see so. them differently. Yeah. Um, so uh, a quick comment about, uh, yeah, you were saying you wonder if people follow through. Uh, so one of the ideas that I've been carrying around for years is like similar to, you know, that um, if you haven't found a book that you're looking for, maybe you should write it kind of a thing. <laughs> um, or yeah, 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 yeah trying to figure out, find a product, you know, there's a product that you can't find and you want it to create it like that idea. Um, like my is, base conference. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something <laughs> like that. So for me, I thought the same thing. It would be interesting to, to, and maybe it exists and I just haven't found it yet. So, um, but it, I would love to attend um, whatever word we're going to call it. I guess we'll go with retreat. Um, but, uh, you know, to be around, you know, like-minded people, um, to, you know, work through some maybe structured, you know, facilitated exercises and such. Um, so a lot of the the mental side, the mindset pieces, some strategizing, but also how probably 50% or more of the time also focused on taking massive action. Um, yeah, because I, I think there's too, yeah, there's too often a disconnect between yes. the things that we're thinking about and the things that we do. And for a lot of us, we get home, we have all this stuff. And then it's like, ah, 
And so if we can also add that into the same experience, um, then we're going back home, not, you know, we're going back home with the table already set. We're already in motion. Things are already started. We've already made some of those like scary phone calls, or we've already published the thing or whatever the thing is for everybody. So for Mm -hmm. me, that type is how I've always envisioned like an ideal type of, uh, yeah, retreat. Get it done. Um, so, yeah. so I, I, feel I like, like that. It, yeah. It's going to be really on like my that. list. It's going to be on my list for, uh, going into the new year to see if I can find one like that. And if not, I might have to create the 1.0 version how, of that because it would be really fun to do that. How about forces for that? You do the yeah. the business part, and I help you with the with the marketing because it's it's very in line with the marketing accelerator we we are launching. So that could go hmm. very very in line. Hmm. But I I agree actually. Yeah. And guys, this is how <laughs> this new business ventures between yes, the two of forms. us are showing up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned for our retreat. And this is how we fall yeah how we fall in love with our businesses again having mm-hmm. a new idea but um, yeah there's just... there's actually a woman um amy uh who has i just remembered i should chat with amy amy has a really interesting retreat that she runs i think it's twice a year uh and i think yeah she, amy i have to chat mm. with her and i forget what it's called it's like the happy avocado or something like that <laughs> something in avocado some or the ripe avocado would make more sense, but maybe it was happy. Anyway, she has a retreat. I should chat with her about how she facilitates hers. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's note to self. But um, anyway, carrying on. Um, <clears throat> I lost my my line of thought. Sorry, the, went on about no the worries. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, but coming back to to the discussion, I I think we can actually put it on two two lines. Is one. Is it falling in love and out in and out of love, out and in uh, with your business, in and out, out and in, in and out of love with your business? Um, purely, do you need to to love what you're doing? Is that a mental thing, or is it also related to the practice? Because sometimes you're just overwhelmed by the day to day activities, and I'm pretty sure it's like looking around and talking with business owners around like how we are mature companies you you tend to be overwhelmed at a specific point and then I think you start falling out of love with your business so is it just changing perspective delegating or actually I think it's the combination now I'm thinking while I'm talking (laughs) you do need to Mm. to to have the click in your head what is happening come up with ideas but I think you need to implement them in order to fall in love again with it mm. because otherwise it will just stay to the that theoretic level like to, to make the metaphor with the boyfriend that you said like you know the relationship is not working but it's still comfortable should I actually leave him we had a nice day yeah. today until the next yeah. fight that you have right yeah and then yeah. you restart the cycle yeah or even if there's no fight because if there's if there's no fight it's sometimes even harder because you're like there's yeah. not anything bad it's not wrong it's just not quite enough and I actually, my, my last point that I'll bring up on this topic is that as a quick one, and it's something that I've seen and experienced with a number of uh, clients and also just uh, colleagues and folks that uh, I've met along the years. Sometimes 
you know, when we, we start businesses, um, you know, somebody you're good at your craft, you start doing your craft, you get better and better at it. And then you're faced with how do I grow? And so I start mm-hmm. growing by hiring people. And next thing you know, you've got this business to manage, but the, the more successful you are and the bigger your company gets, the further away from your craft you can be. And so, so for some people, it's like an awareness about that. And then having the humility um, or courage to say, you know what, I really don't want to have a team of 12 or yeah. 30 or 40. I really like doing my craft. So maybe I'll have a couple of assistants and I'm going to just do my thing. Yeah. Um, and so there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that there's a lot of external pressure and all this talk about scaling and growing companies and whatnot. Yeah. And I think, um, yes. I think that can contribute to this, the love factor. Um, and people can feel pressured to try to follow suit and to do these things to scale or grow. Um, and scaling or growing doesn't have to be adding people to your team. It doesn't have yeah. to be any of the things that other companies are doing. It can be the way you, you scale your own services or the way you scale this, the service you offer to yeah. a select group of clients, um, et cetera. Um, I'm so happy you wrote a lot this. of ways. Yeah. Yeah. That's my last it, it, point on this topic. And actually, if I can uh, build on that and just add to it, it's not even earning more money. It's just you can, if that's enough for you and, and you want to work that amount of hours, that's also fine. It's just mm-hmm. defining what is important for you. I think that's the bottom line. Yes. And then when it's we define what it is, we have a better tendency to, to love it um, exactly. because we've been thoughtful about it. Exactly. So that's our that's our case for this one, huh? I think that's a very way, a very nice way to to end this episode. Um, All right. So we'll I'm say that's curious. a wrap on. That's a, that's a, a wrap, wrap on, on episode sixteen. Sixteen, and I'm curious. I I do long, want to launch the invitation for our listeners to write down: Are you in or out of love of it, with your business at this point? Hmm. Hmm. All right. Thank Until you, next everyone, time. for listening. Till next time. Ciao. Ciao. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Creative Collaboration, Conversations with Veronica and Jillian. We sincerely hope you have gained at least one new idea or perspective that can be applied to your business. If you need a different perspective or want to meet fellow entrepreneurs, join online networking with a spin. All info can be found at spinideas.nl. If you own a business and are looking for tools, resources, and inspiration to achieve equitable and sustainable growth, visit thejilliangroup.com slash better. Until next time.